0: Hey guys, this is Table Talks with Atares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm Ash.
1: I'm MJ.
0: (laughs) What? You can't look at me with those eyes. I'm just, I'm tired (laughs) it. And today we're talking about legacy.
1: With the advancement of technology, we have the unique ability to be able to use or leverage social media, websites, podcasts, things like that as part of what we want to leave behind. for the next generation and beyond. So I think this discussion is just a little insight on where we're at with how we think about that today. Yep. And we're just like scratching the surface with and and kind of rounding out our conversation on rhythms. Yep. And so it it culminates into a rather somber, serious
0: conversation. It is. It is a serious conversation, conversation, but... Yeah, we've talked a lot about what we're running after as a family and this kind of closes it out with
1: what do we want to leave behind. So there it is. Hope you enjoy. Peace. We're talking about legacy. And in the technological age, your digital footprint is part of how you'll be remembered. I actually looked up digital footprint because that also means like, tracking your browser history so that you can get targeted ads. Mm. That's not what we're talking about. It's kind of weird to, I don't know. I don't know how many people, what I'm trying to get at is, I don't know how many people our age think about how their digital presence is going to be remembered after they die. Yeah. But that's something that we have been thinking about. Yeah. Which is part of also what's driving us wanting to do this podcast where... It was just a cool thought that hopefully fifty years from now, or I don't know how many years from now, Evie and Judah can be listening to this and they can hear how <laughs> how immature their parents were <laughs> when they first started I don't know, or where they you know, where we were in our journey then and hopefully we're we've learned a couple of things along the way. Yeah. In just putting into uh, is, is chronicling a word.
0: I don't know. It is now,
1: but basically writing down or recording the journey of where we were, what our thoughts were mm-hmm. when we, you know, basically where we are today versus where we are in our thought processes in the future. And so because we know most of our moments are m- everyday ordinary moments, yeah, right? Just building off of all the other things that we've been talking about. It culminates into this idea of our legacy includes what we leave behind digitally.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's all I had to say. (laughs) All right, mic drop. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Why do you think it's important for us in our early to mid thirties to be talking about something like legacy? today
1: yeah i think what's probably driving that for me today is knowing that the decisions i make or the direction i want to take our family is going to have an impact on our children yeah and an impact on how they will be when they're adults and when they're parents and so thinking about trajectory now it's way easier to make that assessment and course correct I would imagine, mm-hmm. at 30, than it is at 40, than it is at 50, than it is at 60. Yeah, And at 20, every, you know, I thought I'm invincible, that I would live forever. Mm-hmm. And when you think about average life expectancy, how much time you actually have on this earth, Right. it's pretty brief. And so I don't think thinking about these things in your 30s is too early yeah, but you can get lost in the mundane because this is just what you're doing. you're just trying to raise kids, you're just trying to make it through the work day. Yeah. you're just trying to make it to Friday, and having that continuous like forward-looking thought removes you from being able to focus on being present mm-hmm. and it, it almost kind of works in both ways. It's like you're so forward thinking that it like with what should I you know well you're so forward thinking in that I can't wait for the next thing right I can't wait for the weekend or this upcoming that you forget to be in your present and it's in thinking about this these legacy pieces that allows you to see the present for what it is yeah so maybe that's too philosophical but
0: no I think yeah I think for me, there have been two experiences that I've had that have really kind of profoundly changed how I think about legacy. One was my dad's death and the other is just the opportunity I had to work with hundreds of leaders, many of whom were approaching retirement and to be able to sit down with them and talk about what they thought about that and what they thought that they were or felt like they were leaving behind you know like yeah. actually the yeah. impact that they were actually leaving behind and so it really profoundly yeah affected me um and changed the way i think about it because i do think in life you kind of get sucked up in the daily grind yeah and the monotony of the everyday ordinary right that there's this thought in the back of your mind that says The end will eventually come, but it's so far, like I'm so far away from that. Mm -hmm. I have so much time. And I wrote a post called Lessons from My Dad's Grave. That's Mm -hmm. kind of a morbid title, but Mm -hmm. these profound lessons that I learned from the experience of going through grief and having my dad die. And there's something that I wrote in there in this post I specifically said wherever you currently are in life today is the most time you'll ever have left for meaningful impact mm-hmm. with each passing day the supply of time decreases while the desire for impact increases and it was such a reality check for me yeah i was 26 when my dad died he was i think he had just turned 47 yeah <laughs> and i'm sure you know, in his mind, he ha- it was a very sudden death. So I think it was yeah. unexpected for you know everybody, but I don't even think he was thinking death was around the corner, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And I was able to see him two weeks before he died. And it's so crazy to me that I have this like final memory with my dad, mm-hmm. but neither he or I knew that we were shaping what would be the final memory right. for me. You know what I mean? So that was like profoundly impactful for me of my dad probably thought he had a whole other half of his life left Mm -hmm. (laughs) to do his bucket list things and accomplish what he wanted and, you know, have more achievements at work and, you know, whatever. And he didn't. Yeah. And then in my experience after that time working with leaders who were nearing retirement, it was wild to me how sometimes I would sit with leaders who were the most disliked <laughs> and there like some leaders, you know, I would sit down with. They yeah. were their people just spoke poorly about them. And I you know, one on one would sometimes have these very like tear filled moments mm-hmm. of just that, you know, asking, you know, you're nearing retirement, like what Let's talk about like what you wanna leave behind and you know, in in more maybe like a coaching or consulting setting that I was in with them, you know, kind of talking through let's let's make a game like an exit strategy here. Right. And just having this moment for some of those leaders or with some of those leaders where, you know, here's someone where their people just didn't really I I knew that there was gonna maybe be a negative Mm -hmm. impact, at least from their people's perspective. in in some instances, and these leaders would say something like, you know, with tear-filled eyes, I'm not even looking forward to retirement. I don't even know, you know, necessarily what I'm leaving behind. I just thought I was doing the best that I knew how to do with the resources I had at the time. And somehow I've gotten to this moment right now where I'm about to retire. And it was such a sobering, like, thought to think, wow, you know, a few people that i had the opportunity to speak with had a lot of regrets and mm-hmm. really just got me thinking man is there a way to get to that point and like <laughs> not, not have those feelings or look back and be like man i just wasted all of it or yeah. i feel like i wish i could do so many things over again i would yeah. do, I would do so many things differently
1: that's that's what i wonder about if you get so stuck on the monotony of the everyday yeah and the mundane yeah where you just keep working through, working through, working through and you get to the end of it and the people you're supervising don't like you. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the things that's interesting too is that, okay, so in my line of work, I work with people that are retiring nearing the end of their life. And I literally had two conversations today about one of them, this couple has no kids live in, live in this retirement community. And they have seen the benefit of having children help plan for their end of life in terms of like funeral planning, things Mm -hmm. like that. Like who's going to be taking care of their dollars if they die. And the couple that I talked to was saying that, you know, they had this one family that they just recently talked to who had to prepay their own funeral costs, some sort of, end of life planning mm-hmm. item that they were talking through. And the couple I was talking to talked to the other one and said, well, don't you have your son to help take care of you with those types of things? And they were like, yeah, my son doesn't want to have anything to do with me. And it's just like, whoa, that's so, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And then the other conversation I had with uh, with another client was that he's in his mid to late 80s And he lives within his means. He's got pension and stuff like that. And he's got a ton of cash in the bank, investments. And he's like, man, I have a car, a boat that I barely use. You know, I'm on tons of acreage of land that I can just use whatever. You know, I have nothing else that I need. And like he he probably embodied what a lot of people would want to have when they reached his age. Mm -hmm. And he's got everything in terms of nothing, he doesn't need to worry financially about anything for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yet there was like felt emptiness. Yeah. In that having all these material things taken care of still didn't bring that type of like just fulfillment that he was looking for. Yeah. And so I know that's a different spin on what you were saying with, you know, you working with retiring leaders. Mm -hmm. But I think part of, just going off of what you were saying was that man it would really stink to get to your 80s accomplish everything you want to do financially right Mm -hmm. and still look back and wish you had more time or you're just like not ready to move into retirement because you don't know what you're moving into or what you're leaving behind yeah so it's kind of Sad thought.
0: It is, and I think a lot of times we think about legacy as that moment of departure, whether it's the retirement or oh, yeah. the death, mm-hmm. or and yet I think legacy is everything that happens Before leading the, up to that. That's a good point. And so we just don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. At least I don't. Mm-hmm. And until really, I had these experiences where it forced me to reckon with the. Reality that like, I'm not promised 80 years. I'm not promised to make it even to retirement, you know? And in that case, what am I leaving behind? Yeah. Because you don't get do-overs. Right. (laughs) You know, your life is the sum of your words and your actions.
1: Right. And also just like, (laughs) what would your grandkids think about you if they saw your social media posts? Hmm. Or your website or Mm -hmm. your podcast or whatever. Yeah. And that like, what were the things that grandma and grandpa were fixated on in terms of how they were spending their time? Mm -hmm. And does it necessarily mean I should change anything I'm doing? I'm not sure, but it helps you realize that you in a sense are a part of a bigger story. Yeah. Right. And that, It's great to think about, okay, how do we get to just making sure that we make it through? Mm -hmm. But being part of, like, as a mom, as a dad, we play this role of, like, passing the baton on. And that includes everything leading up to our, quote unquote, departure. Yeah, And that's why, to me, the time that you want to take in building out the basic building blocks of what those times leading up to your death looks like right are comprised of weeks and seasons and years and so we've just been trying to optimize the week so that when we look at how we are allocating our limited resource in time and it's not because oh we're so busy because we're parents and uh, you know we have no time it's in the sense that life is short Yeah. And so, how are you budgeting the time that you do have in any given week? Yeah. And in the same way that you're looking at budgeting financially, like telling you where you are prioritizing your finances, it's the same way we want to think about how are we spending our time? Yeah. And legacy building to me also includes thinking about your. Digital presence, right? The things that you're doing because we're we're, we're moving towards this like paperless type of society, mm-hmm. and and making investments or being at the very least a little bit more intentional about that, yeah, is critical in in how you will be remembered as as mom and dad, yeah, it's grandma and grandpa, Yep. and so you know I'm this is like really helpful to be thinking about because everybody that I talked to was like, well, you know, I still feel young, but I'm 80 years old. Mm. You know, it it flew by just like that. Yeah. You know, I remember when I had children that your children's age, things like that, that I hear a lot.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Are you trying to? No, I was just going to say, Oh, I think a reason for me why the digital footprint is so important is because after my dad died, I I didn't have a lot of photos of him. Yeah. And the photos that I do have that are, I have a lot of like physical photos of him. Mm-hmm. And then I have some digital photos. But after a while, it's like you just want to see something different. I don't mm-hmm. want to look at the same few photos I have over and over again. You know, it's yeah. like you want to remember different facets that like you're starting to forget, you know? And the other thing is I didn't really have any like videos or anything to remember the way his voice sounded like, or the way his demeanor was or his humor, because those are the things that, like everybody would remember my dad by his humor, but I have nothing like yeah. physically to remind me of that except for the memories that I have and they're just not like foolproof, you know. And how
1: how have you approached social media, your writing, you know, the way we take pictures? Yeah. Have you changed or have you approached that differently since your dad died?
0: I think What's important for me now is that I am able to leave something behind for my children that they will, that will help them to continue to remember me Mm -hmm. and not that, I mean, it's not like they're going to forget who I am or that I'm mom. That's not what I'm saying. It's more of like, there are moments where I miss my dad and I'm like, I just want to hear his voice. Yeah. But if you don't have that, you legitimately like start to forget it. Yeah. And then I, I think I have like one or two voicemails from him and every now and then I'll just like play it. And it's just so like, it, it just brings me right back to like, Oh my gosh, this is what his voice sounded like, you know? And it's like, I realized, wow, I had like forgotten. until I heard this again. And mm-hmm. like, it's just so nice to have that, especially in moments when you are really missing them, you know? Yeah. And I think for my kids, it's, really important that I leave behind those things. I think this podcast is just a really neat way for them to remember, not just us, but like to hear our voices and also like our humor, you know, and how we interacted with each other, the things that we thought about, the things that were important to us at this time, you know,
1: how serious we were (laughs) and and thoughtful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're gonna be like, I never knew they actually had a thoughtful yeah. discussion. Yeah, they a thoughtful bone in their body.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Evie and Judah, if you are listening to this fifteen years from now, we th- we love you guys. <laughs> we think the world of you. We're trying to do this right, guys. Like we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 kind of fun because one of the things that are is cool too, is that we get to do that. Yeah, right, and that. We, this is very recent. Like, we've not been able to capture, if somebody didn't journal every day, yeah, a hundred years ago, we would have never known what they thought of. And it would have been so cool to, for me to, like, a couple of grandparents I've never met, right? Mm -hmm. They were, they died before I was born. And to just be able to, you know, think, access what were they thinking about at that time? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's better that we didn't have that for whatever reason. But it's, there's just some really neat things that you are able to do to just think about how to be remembered in in, in the next generation, know, generation yeah. or, and beyond. And you know, another cool thing we did was that those emails that we set up for mm-hmm. for the two of them. Yeah. And just having setting us those things aside, and when they, you know turn to the age where it's time for them to have their own email address boom like we've been writing them emails all along leading up to when they can access it for themselves so there's just a lot of little neat things that we get to do because of the advancement of technology that weren't accessible to humanity yeah only a couple of decades ago Mm -hmm. and and so there's that motivation to to and i get it like you know maybe some things are better left unrecorded or you know there's there's an argument to be made that maybe there's a reason why we shouldn't be recording everything yeah but you know when you think about it in your instance where your dad dies and it's a little bit of a like more limited pool of resources you can pull from right to remember him yeah I think to us, this is a very low hanging fruit way to be able to pass this along to our children and our grandchildren in a way that doesn't, it's not a huge lift for us because it's so accessible. Right. So. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Table Talks with the Tares. We'd
0: love to hear from you. And if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about, visit com slash table talks to let us know.
1: And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support.
0: All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table.